Yeah, so what have you guys been up to during all this whole whole fucking quarantine? Uh, I've been binging Mindhunters. You guys watch that show, Mindhunters? Oh, yeah. Wait, the FBI show? Yeah, yeah. I know. I, it's like came out three years ago, but doing two. I just, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's really good. I've actually gone through Ozark again. I I'm I'm watching that, but I but no one else in the house likes it, so I have to find time to watch it by myself. So you live with a bunch of idiots. <laughs> I can't believe um, Ozark. Did they like uh, Breaking Bad? My wife did not like Breaking Bad. Ugh. Have any of you guys uh, watched uh, Chernobyl? I haven't. I'm HBO. It's on my list. Holy shit, is it good? I've heard it's really good, but also really it, dark and I live through it, man. It, it's it is depressing as hell. I mean, give me a break. It's fucking, you know. Well, yeah, the subject Chernobyl. matter alone, you know, yeah, it's gonna be pretty dark. But it is, it is so fucking good. <laughs> Tom had an accident, but he's still gonna. No, no, I, I went to a gore concert in 1996. I'm dead. <laughs> so he's a zombie, yeah. technically. Really? Yeah. Well, he's dead, so he's a zombie. I don't know. That. How's everybody been doing with the? I mean, yeah, the world's kind of end. What, how's everyone doing with that? <laughs> I'm okay with it. I don't have kids. You guys are all. <laughs> yeah, I do. And fucking hey, is it difficult? See, Keith, I feel bad for you because you have little kids. Like I have yeah. kids that are, my kids, quote unquote, are twenty and seventeen. So yeah, your kid, your kids are trying to avoid you to begin exactly. with. My kids are still absolutely and completely reliant oh. on me. One of which, you know, is learning to read. You know, if he knew how to read and could just sit there and read a book or something, that would be fine. But we can't let them watch television all day long. <laughs> we also still like, you know, his school is still doing stuff. Now he's in kindergarten. Yep. What the fuck could he be doing that much? But holy shit, when he's when we're trying to do teaching. And then the other one of us is trying to kind of pretty much babysit my three-year-old daughter while we've got emails and yeah, Zoom calls and fucking, oh my God. <laughs> I know. Stuff. I don't envy you right now, <sighs> Keith. I mean, anyone who's got kids at that age, it's like, I, I wouldn't have been able to deal with it. I'd have to be like, all right, yeah. just I'm taking time yeah. off because fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got job. super drunk last night and it. Uh, my wife was not happy about that. <laughs> well, I... Uh, so basically everything is totally fucked right now. So I, I you know, I run, I run um, a business and uh, it's been negatively affected. So what I did was I started another business to try to help people dealing with all this bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing that for this past week, so much to the point where my family, they actually left probably about a week ago to go visit my mom in West Virginia. So it's just been me working here by myself. This is like the party that I've been waiting for. So thank you guys for having me on. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Awesome. awesome. I mean, yeah. it's so, so much so that I was so excited. I I, I drank a couple quarantinis with my, <laughs> my quarantini mask on. And I was like, this is going to be my fucking awesome Saturday night. And I cannot wait. All right. Good. All right. Well, just in case got- this is our swan song, too, because we all died from COVID. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did leave the house today, so you, you never know. Oh, I, I leave it every three days. We should let people know what what we're talking about, right? Because it's what is today? April twenty fifth, twenty twenty. Yes, and we're in the midst of a pandemic, where you know this thing that's like the flu. Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, yeah, I really wish we were doing dead milkmen tonight. We'd. Be, I mean. Uh, one of the songs is uh, Bleach Boys uh-huh. about you know drinking bleach and how great it is. Oh, bleach. You know. <laughs> We're actually is- drinking bleach right now. Is. This is a uh, this is a quarantini. 
It's one part vodka, <laughs> one part peach. It's delicious. Yes. And I'm safe. So, so the, the company I started, I, I go out and I, and I, um, my buddy, uh, we, we go out and we, we buy their groceries for them and then we sanitize them in front of their houses and they pay us enormous amounts of money so that they can get clean groceries and not have to leave their house. It's a crazy time. So just for their safety, I'm drinking a quarantine. There you go. Cheers to you, brother. <laughs> there you go. Rimmed, rimmed with Clorox. Exactly. Uh, for me what 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 i started you know i mentioned i started drinking two hours ago but uh, the reason why i did is because uh i went out to a comic book store to return a comic i bought yesterday because it turns out it wasn't a comic and uh bought more comics and uh stopped by taco bomba on my way out and got a couple i mean they're doing carry out margaritas so I had to, you know, do that. And of course, uh, you had I, to like, do that. <laughs> well, no, my wife made me do it. My <laughs> wife made me. Uh, so when I got, I, I got a couple of those, and that's what we we had a couple margaritas before dinner, and then I had a glass of wine and a beer. Man, that, so Let's see how this goes. Let's see how this goes. All right, so. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. We're talking about fucking Guar and Pantera. If there's, a, if, if there's a fucking episode to get fucking wasted on, <laughs> this is probably. But can we go back to the? Comic book store? Why is that an essential business? I have no idea. I went shopping. That's a good question. I went shopping yesterday at Giant, and I walked out, and I look over, and I noticed the lights were on, and I'm like, "The fuck!" So I, uh, you know, loaded all my groceries, and oh, of course, I went to the liquor store before that, so you know, stock up on tequila and such. Um, but one way or another, I look over, and I notice the light was on. I walk in, and I, 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 you know, throw my groceries into my car, and I walk back to the store, and the owner is sitting there at the you know thing and i'm like you open he's like yeah and i'm like all right buy some shit for my kids because uh i like that store i figured shit like that would pretty much end up um going bankrupt mm-hmm. so yeah I maybe they're spent I, I spent i spent like 60 bucks yesterday and i spent like 40 more today so maybe they're relying on the stereotype of comic book people don't talk to anyone ever maybe. they're like we're safe <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, comic books. I think that's a good segue into uh, the first band we're discussing tonight. Yeah, let me, let me get let's get started here. When did you first fall in love with metal? I went to this record store and I was going to get the new Journey album, and there was like an older kid there, and he's like, "Don't get that, man. Get this." And he gave me the Ozzy Osbourne Blizzard of Oz. Where else can these kids go? Where they come somewhere and they all feel a sense of, you know, this is our thing, you know. Let me tell you something about Slayer fans. They look like the extras from Lord of the Rings. They came out of nowhere, under the ground. The, the passion and the darkness. The evil of the music. You know what marriage is like? Marriage is like, you ever go to a concert and you see a mosh pit, and you're like, you know what, I'm going to go get in that mosh pit. But then once you get in it, you're like, I do not want to be in this mosh pit. Good win in a wrestling match. Lemmy or God? Lemmy. God. Wrong, dickhead. Trick question. Lemmy is God. All righty. Well, welcome back to Somewhere in Time podcast, everybody. Uh, somewhere in time podcast.com. That's where you find us online. Um, all of our links to social media there, um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, 
uh, check out our YouTube page and please, for the love of God, subscribe. <laughs> I don't want to tell you how many subscribers we have right now because it's embarrassing. Um, but Tim and I have actually been working on some stuff musically and we've been posting stuff up there. So you should uh, look at look at this stuff and enjoy it. All right? Yeah. We worked hard. What are we talking it's about? Good stuff. Look at what? Huh? Look at the what? They're talking about music stuff. Yeah, we posted some stuff this on YouTube. A, YouTube. Uh, yeah. It's on Somewhere in Time's YouTube page. We're going to do that right now. Which nobody has subscribed to. So Yeah, I, I have not done it myself. <laughs> you motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, I have not subscribed to any know. You know, channel it's all right. on YouTube. So When we get to 100, like two years from now, we can actually yeah. make a custom URL, which, you know. That would be nice. After all of our extended relatives have finally. <laughs> After all dead from COVID. We'll have... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So um, I'm Eric. Yeah, I am usual. subscribed, by the way. Oh, good. See, at least one of us yeah. is. Two of us. Three of us. Yeah. Sure. So I'm Eric. We've got Tim here. Say hello. Hello. Hi, I'm Tim. Joe. How's it hey. going? Keith's here. Hi, I am Keith. And we have a special guest with us for this episode. Um, say hello, everyone, to Mr. Tom Hunt. Hola. I've been dead since 1996, and uh, that's why I'm covered in war blood. <laughs> yep. And uh, let's, yeah, speaking of, we're going to talk about um, two more 1990 albums today, getting back into uh, our 1990 albums. So we've got uh, Scum Dogs of the Universe by Guar. And Cowboys from Hell by Pantera. Yeah, so Tom is is, is dead, as you mentioned. Of course. Uh, he, was, he was killed at a Gore concert in 1996, is that what you said? That is correct. I was killed at a Gore concert in 1996, man. It was, uh, it was actually, it was at the, I was in Morgantown, West Virginia at the uh, hey, induction. Wow. It was, it was an um, orientation for the incoming freshmen, and we were there as orientation and i saw war there for the first time uh and that made me say that i'm definitely going to this college because this is a lot of fun yeah yeah so i've been dead ever since (laughs) (laughs) well uh so so yeah let's start with start with that album um scum dogs we'll play a little bit of that uh to open up here Yeah, so um, so Guar is. Let's see. This is going to be interesting because Guar is a big band, <laughs> and they actually have names, but they're you know they're better known by their stage names. Um, so, of course, Dave Brocky or Odorous Urungus lead vocals. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've got Flatus Maximus or Dewey Rowell. Rowell. Uh, Mike Dirks. Oh, I'm sorry. Flatus Maximus is guitar, lead guitar. Uh, Mike Dirks or Balsack the Jaws of Death on rhythm guitar. Uh, Brad Roberts on drums or Jizmac the Gusha. Um, Danielle Stamp is Slymanster Hyman. 
Chuck Varga as executioner and Don Drac. Oh my God, I'm, I'm going to butcher this last name. <laughs> you, you also forgot the most important one. Well, not the most important. I'm getting to that. Hold on. All right. I have a story about him. So uh, good, Don Draculich. Dracul- I can't say that. Sleazy P. Martini. His, are, his vocals on Slaughterama. And um, Michael Bishop or Beefcake the Mighty is on bass. Yes. So the interesting thing I learned about this, I did not know this. Uh, and if someone else did, you know, please, I'm, I'm maybe I'm an idiot, but he left the band in like 2000 or something like that. He's currently their lead singer. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know. You didn't know that? No. I knew, yeah. I, I knew they got a new lead singer because obviously Brocky died, but I had no idea that, uh, well, they, they were, they, the original replacement was a female Yeah, and she apparently drank too much to be in wow <laughs> i think it was pretty much it, it was complete bullshit that there was like you know lame excuse like what happened to joey belladonna kind of thing right uh i think she was just way too like trying to be rock star on, okay like you know and they these guys and let's face it all of us you know maybe if if she had joined in 1987 that would have worked but in 2020 and all of these guys are now in their you know 50s early 50s yeah they weren't about to put up with that kind of bullshit, so they kicked yeah. her out, and uh, he is now taken. I know, I know a little bit about this. Um, actually, no, I know everything about this. So her her name, uh, her actual name, her stage name was Kim Zilla before she was in Guar, and uh, I met her at the barbecue, and um, she had been, you know, she's kind of she's a Richmond local. That's where they were, and uh, I met her, and she's you know she's just a, she's like a party girl. She she had a. Um, really cool band called like the Kung Fu Dykes or something like that. I'm not sure. So I, I met her, I actually met her on camera. You can check it out. But um, so she was never actually the, the lead singer. It was once, once Brocky died, um, the, the original Michael Bishop took over and uh, she was kind of in there as, as backup. And, um, but you know, they're a little bit older now. And once, you know, they've, they've gone through so many changes. Uh, they, they did not really like, uh, the fact that she was still partying. You know, they, they're uh, they are a professional band. They tour. That their yeah. goal is, is to make money. And, and uh, she apparently, I don't know. I don't know the whole story. Of course, nobody does. But she didn't really fit in, so they they dropped her. And Michael Bishop just took over the full time role of a uh, singer. Yeah. Well, I didn't mention it, but he does lead vocals on the song "Cool Place to Park" on on Scum Dogs. So yes, excellent song. Yeah. Yeah. And if so, you want to go way back, if you if you uh, if you go back before they were Gore, they were um, the Bad Cops, and uh, Brocky was um, he wasn't even in the band. He was basically like a, a guest coming on, and uh, Michael Bishop was uh, one of the uh, he he was pretty much the, the guy behind the entire theatrics of the Bad Cops. They would come out dressed as cops, and people would hate their guts. You know, and this is the '80s punk rock, yeah. so their whole yeah. goal was to be hated, and they dress up like cops. And uh, Brocky was in the band. He he actually appeared on their um, their album uh, for the Bad Cops, which was I'm sorry, the X Cops. And uh, he he had a character, and he sang on that one song called um, Cop Anonymous. And after that, they brought him into that, and then Gore became something. And uh, he was actually a better vocalist than Dave Bishop. And that's how he yeah. became the, the, the singer for war. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. This album, I mean, um, <laughs> in fact, both albums we're talking about, you know, Cowboys from hell and scum dogs. I think as far as, uh, how do I put this? 
the the leap they took from the the previous album on you know how much better this album is from the previous album it's pretty oh, yeah. pretty drastic like yeah well, the first album was punk and then this album was more metal and also right. they, 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 they brought in a couple of really good producers as well i don't know their yeah. names off the top of my head um i should have probably written it down but there were there were two songs on that album the horror of yig and um another one where if you listen to the production of a couple of the songs of that of scum dogs album you can hear where they brought in someone who was extremely experienced and had a completely different sound than the rest of the songs. It was almost overproduced in my opinion, because whatever, but yeah, they, 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 they got very serious. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, the first album I'm sure was full of, you know, songs they wrote when they were, you know, they're just first starting out. They're probably maybe even some songs from their previous band, stuff like that. So, and yeah, it was more punk rock. It was more hardcore. It wasn't as, nearly as polished and, and metal as this album. I mean, this is kind of their first metal album when you think about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Gore, Gore, you know, I, I don't want to monopolize the conversation, but um, uh, Gore, when they first started out and they, they were, um, they were, they would, it was basically the same band and the ex-cops would come out and they would do their thing. And then Gore would come out and they would, you know, drop mannequins from the ceilings and like, hit them with like sticks and shit. Yeah. And, uh, and a lot of people, they were the opening band for the ex-cops. And a lot of people would come for war and then leave for the ex cops. And so oh. let's go ahead and go with war. And yeah. These are all, these are all these, these are all like eccentric weirdos from Richmond. So they like yeah. whatever works, you know? Yeah. Why, why don't you play a little of the f- something from the first album and then compare it to this? Well, cause we, we did talk about the first album, the very hello. first episode of the podcast we yeah. talked about. Yeah. In the, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> talked about hello. That's right. It's quite different. Good song. <laughs> yeah. And acoustic, it's awesome. Hold on. Yeah, I'll play. Let's see. Oh, gosh. I don't know. Pick a song. This is this is one of my favorites. Hold on. Maggots? Well, I'm playing something from the first album. Oh, sorry. You took my first to compare. Album, yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course I had to pick this song. Yeah. <laughs> All right, there you go. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's hello, and then you then you hear this. <laughs> this will be a good segue because we can talk about this song. Yeah, so I mean, immediately you notice. First of all, the production is a lot better. I mean, it, it, say what you will, like it's 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 the bass drum sounds like like a metal bass drum. It's you know, yeah. There's so it's it's just a lot different than the first album. I love their horrible sound effects. Oh, I know. <laughs> what do you mean horrible? <laughs> I mean horrible. There. Horrible quality, cheeseball quality. <laughs> <laughs> I know the the whips. <laughs> so i know tom you want to talk about 
Maggot specifically because there's a little reprise to that song in uh, the Strapping on Lags, Strapping Young Lads song. Um, which one is it again? Sorry. Well, there's there's a uh, so there. If you listen to that song you just played, um, there is a uh, there's one verse in that song that is probably one of the most badass songs that Brocky ever wrote, um, and it was picked up by Strapping Young Lad, and Strapping Young Lad. I've seen them in concert. It's the most, that is the most loud band I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's deafening to the point where, where I almost wish I would have put in earplugs. But anyway, have you seen, have you seen the Melvins? <laughs> I have not, no. Okay. But I, Strapping Young Lad is fucking loud, dude. <laughs> yeah. So, but we, we, uh, we, we went to, um, uh, and saw Strapping Young Lad and, um, it was loud as shit. And, you know, Strapping Young Lad has been around probably as long as War has. No, they, their first album was in '94, I think. Well, he I mean, Devin, Town, Devin Townsend has been around since you know Guar, but yeah, in well, God knows what whatever car, incarnation at the time. Devin Townsend is absolutely hilarious. When when I saw him yeah. in concert, Strapping Young Lad, he um he he looked like a guy that came out of he he looked like a guy that came out of the '80s, but just kind of like stuck with his own thing he was wearing um uh striped spandex pants he had uh he had a, he had um a, a spandex t-shirt on with no sleeves and he had um you have a skull giant dreadlocks but he was bald on top yeah, skull and he, he kind of had a pop skull, belly but yeah. he, he could fucking sing his balls off it oh, was yeah. so goddamn loud and he he is and when, when i one of the most things i remember besides the concert from being extremely loud and fucking awesome but it's just so loud it was like a wall of sound coming to your face he uh i don't know he, he would say like i'm from fucking mars uh he, he would just say these weird things like like come over he, song is called come over here and suck my buddy's cock and he start screaming into the microphone and the whole sound would just come at you so to fact that he likes this one particular uh verse from war makes complete sense and it was um it was from maggots yeah and uh he actually he actually uh, collaborated with Dave Brocky and uh, on a song called Far Beyond Metal. Yep. Went down here on my notes. They actually uh, he brought Dave Brocky in on a um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Brought Dave Brocky in on us on that song. Yeah, let me pull it because there's let's yeah. find the Laverse and Maggots first. Yeah. Um, it's the whole uh, leave a booger underneath his throne yeah. that whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that yeah and then you said far beyond metal right yeah far beyond metal uh it's at three it's at three minutes all right perfect <laughs> yeah that's awesome <laughs> yeah I, one of the things that so one of the things that makes that uh that that uh that one particular it's like such a small lyric from scum dogs but one thing that makes that everything that he says everything that brocky says puts an image in your head yeah and freaking awesome yeah you know he's he, he, you have to remember that, that uh the day brocky he he's a complete weirdo he you know well yeah I, I I could get into his entire backstory about how he is a uh, you know he, he's an orphan and uh, he 
fucking had some some drug problems and all this. But he had a he had a brilliant month. He could put visions into your head. And as ridiculous as they are, he was just there to entertain you. And that one lyric puts every single everything that he says puts an image into your head. And so that's why Strapping and Lads was like, this is a fucking great lyric. I'm gonna put it into Far Beyond Metal. <laughs> it worked. Yeah. Yeah. And if you if you continue on with that song, they they um they use the same uh, melody for from uh, from that song Maggots and a little bit of the sound effect as well. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I, I noticed listening to the back of this album. I you know I hadn't heard this album in its entirety in quite a long time, um, quite frankly. But some of the themes didn't really age well. <laughs> no, they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> There's a few things on here that are like, oh yeah, geez. yeah. What? So like what? the slaughterama. Wow. There at know, least they kill I mean, a lot of the stuff in Sexecutioner. I mean, they, yeah. You know, like, they they weren't they these? they weren't an offer on Slaughterama, at least. What's that? They were not an offer. Oh, well, no, no. But there's some- I, I I would I would have to disagree. I think I think there is a lot of stuff there. It was so early. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's all tongue-in-cheek. Oh, I know. So, but, yeah, you know, there's but, actual but it, lyrics it, where they're saying, like, here's the young fag lying on his deathbed. It's like, all right. Didn't really age yeah, you well. Have remember, you have to remember that, uh, that <laughs> Dave Rocky was, was um, the person who's writing these lyrics. We don't really know his sexual orientation, but I'm pretty sure that, well, we, we, know, we know his character's sexual orientation, which was he would fuck anything. anything yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> and he was, he was to the point where he was proud of it. And um, and if you uh, if you really want to get into his mind, so so if you a lot a lot of stuff, so, so we we are going into um, you guys dive deep into lyrics and the, the front men, and if you're doing that, you have to look into who is the person behind all these lyrics. And uh, Dave Brocky had you know he had he had a little bit of a uh, of a trouble past all that good stuff, right? But right. he um he he found a way to express it in such a way that. It, he became this character that was, I mean, he could walk in, his character could walk into a room full of people and men and women, dogs, cats, and be like, I'm going to fuck everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I'm in love with a dead dog. I mean, you know, Hey, yeah. Also with, uh, (laughs) his first album, but with, uh, Slaughterama, they, he didn't, I have to go into this role of defending these lyrics. I'm not trying well, to I, look. It's, it's 1990. Just, he's I not, get that. He's not. Yeah. He's not being specifically anti-gay. It's a specific subset of not even necessarily gay when he's saying because he's well. I he think he's art, referring art to like fag, right? Is it, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not even specifically saying it's. And I know this is not going to hold up well. If you think I'm wrong here, let me know. I just he's 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 not using a great word for uh, his like it's basically a slur. He's not using it well, but I mean he's he's defining a a type of person, not necessarily their sexuality. Right. No, I get you know you. what I mean. Yeah. So yeah. Well, seg- secondly, there there's um there is uh, a lot of stuff out there that. We don't really know his his sexual. I I have a I have a uh, you know because I, I've I've been um, looking at Gore since I was in the fifth grade. I'm pretty sure that he was not necessarily a normal straight man, and he's probably doing a lot of the stuff in his character to say I can do anything that I want to do. I'm very powerful. Blah blah blah. And uh, if if you look at the song King Queen, he's mm-hmm. 
telling everyone that I dress up like a woman, I dance around, and I'm so fucking powerful that I can do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> well, that was the next song I was going to talk about, kind of the same theme. Like, I don't know. It, it, you know, look, it's 1990. It's not like you know, I'm not, I'm not worried about it. I'm just saying, like, some of the some of the lyrics themselves are didn't really age well. That's all. But it's Guar, so you know, if it's you're gonna supposed to be offensive, and you know. Right, Job exactly. Well I mean, the whole, the whole purpose of it. I know. You know? So that's <laughs> what they yeah, do. And it is kind of silly to say that, I guess. <laughs> when it's war. Well, but uh, yeah. And and where do you where do you where? What is their point? Are they being? Are they satirical? Probably. For, for their lyrics, right? right? Oh yeah. Right. I mean, well, we had the same critique of Axl Rose, but it's a, it's a lot different when when it's Guar singing yeah, well, lyrics. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know damn well he was being <laughs> want and honest with, his, with what he said. Odorous I versus mean, Axel. And, yeah, right. yeah. I mean, and, and as much as you know, I mean, let's face it. I mean, the whole purpose of Guar is you know offensive for the sake of being they're, offensive. They're like yeah. the metal. So you're just trying to come up with as crazy a statement as possible, right? You know, and may, who knows? Maybe I don't I, I even give a shit if, if you know, if, if someone like Dave well, was there. There's an element like of that. they were a South Park as a metal band before South Park. At this, right? Yeah, yeah. They're just kind of making fun at institutions. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So the the words are not always going to hold up well that they use. No. And then some of their shit, we even tra- at the time, was like well, no. Later on, yeah. <laughs> so here, here's here's my take on it. When um when you when you listen to to uh, metal, there's there's two different aspects of it. There is the, the technical, amazing part of metal where the people are amazing musicians, but maybe they don't have the best showmanship. And then the absolute like uh, antithesis of that is are the people that have these amazing shows, but they can't play mm-hmm. for shit. And uh, so, so where where does the middle lie? And that's pretty much that's subjective. So, if you are entertained and also getting into the music, who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. I mean, look, I love Danzig. I don't look at his lyrics and go, you know, <laughs> I live by these lyrics. <laughs> Fuck no. And we're, we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about some Pantera a little bit later, but. Like imagine if uh, the front man from Pantera was a really nice guy. <laughs> look, look at uh, look at Black Flag. Um, look at like, uh, old school Black Flag um, when Henry Rollins came around. Their music was not very good, but you had this crazy front man doing crazy stuff, and you had to see him live. Yeah. And that is the point with Guar. If you listen like, uh, for for the average fan, if you listen to Guar. And you're just listening to it for the first time. And you're like, oh my god! Especially now in like 2020, like shit, man. Okay, this this is this is some wild shit, but it's not for me. If you saw Gore live, Gore is one of those bands, just like Black Flag back in the day. Just like you know, even even when Henry Rollins went to do his own thing, you'd hear the music, but what you're thinking about is the front man doing his thing, and it's just it's so much more entertaining when. When I listen to Guar or when I listen to uh, Old School Black Flag or, or Henry Rollins or Pantera, I'm thinking about the person who are writing the lyrics. And I'm, it's the image as, as much as it is the music for me. And if you guys are, are excellent musicians, so you guys are into the, the music, you guys are into like the way that they, they put it together. But I, I, uh, I have, a, I have a, a, a knack for the um, – I, like I like the theatrics as well. And right. So it's a, sure. 
Bars one of the best bands you're ever going to see live, and you can't deny that. And I've never seen them live. He's doing yeah, a lot of sucks. No. Neither have I. Watched them live a million times. I know. I, that's why but I'm that's, dead. That's, <laughs> I wish that I had. speaks to how how great they were, really, because because you don't have to see them live to appreciate them. I mean, we've no, seen we've I mean, seen them live on video. We've seen we know, clips, sure. Yeah. It's not like you put the uh, album on. And and you're like kind of bored or anything, wishing you could see them. No, because no. the the songs are well. I can't speak for the all the albums, but <laughs> for several of their yeah. albums, you know, it's it's good music too. Yeah, well, for me, I don't know if you guys know this, but I I opened for him uh, at, at a show in Sterling, actually, if you can imagine. Uh, but it was really, it was you know, uh, Dave doing the Dave Brock experience. Oh, okay. Um, so it was you know, you know, no, co- it played a couple of Guar songs, but you know, I've never been that big of a Guar fan, so I wasn't, you know, did not know which was which. But still, you know, I mean, with even without the theatrics, even without the, you know, all that crap. I mean, yes, you know damn well when you throw on a Guar album or you know, for that matter, a Dave Brocky experience album, you're not getting Joe Satriani, <laughs> but you're getting some solid fucking, you know, solid fucking tunes. And I mean, that guy, you know, you know, everything that Tom's saying, I mean, it's a, I don't know, uh, pretty much the night that we played, you know, everyone was pretty much on his jock all night long. So I just kind of, you know, didn't try to get too much involved in that. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, the, the one thing coming away from getting to open for a guy like him, is just like how uh kind of uh, I don't I don't know what word captures what I'm trying to say but you know he was totally cool with just you know getting into the entire crowd that was just you know trying to get on his jock and uh I don't know he ended up as it turns out it's it's kind of been a running joke that uh he ended up smoking crack in my car but, uh, <laughs> all right <laughs> how, how am i how am i not surprised about that so i i uh actually met i met dave uh, I didn't, so i i started listening to uh to, to gore um when i was in the uh, fifth grade my brother brought a tape home scum dogs which is the album we're talking about yeah and uh he he, uh, he came um i'm sorry my I, so i started listening to them then and for my 18th birthday i got to see them live for the first time and all that good stuff and uh i didn't really. I saw him a couple times here and there, but the last time I saw him was the was a couple weeks before he died. I went to the barbecue, and I met him for the first time um, there at the barbecue because uh, and and I this is not this is 2013 and in 2013 they didn't have um, assholes with their cameras their videos no. uh, doing shit for Instagram and doing. Shit. I was the first asshole with a uh, with a the, uh, cell phone camera out, just taping my day. <laughs> And uh, that video actually got six over six hundred thousand hits on YouTube, and you oh, can look shit. it up right now. And uh, and you can see me meeting uh, Dave Brocky for the first time, which was absolutely hilarious. And and he was like, the thing was, he was out of his costume. He was out there mixing with the people and doing his yeah. own thing. Yeah. And uh, and I was like, holy shit, it's Dave Brocky. And I was like, I was like a Labrador Retriever, high on coke, <laughs> shot out of a t-shirt gun. I was like, Whoa! and I ran up to him, what the fuck. Yeah. And uh, so he didn't know what to, what to make of me, so I got away from him as quickly as I could. I didn't know this guy before he freaks out. But if you if you watch mm-hmm. that that video, and then he he died a couple of weeks later, but he was uh you know he he was a he was a troubled person obviously since he died early and all that good stuff. But if you listen to so there there's as we were saying before there's a um, there's a dichotomy between 
the theatrics and the actual music. And if you put the two of them together, some people like pure math rock. It doesn't matter about the, the like the person in front. And right. Some people just like um, the whole the whole show in front. And then there's a mix in the middle. For me personally, because I grew up with it, I liked the um, I liked the theatrics and I liked the music. And I can still to this day listen to whether it be Pantera, Black Flag. Um, or Guar, but when I do, I think about the people uh, that are behind the music. And Dave Brocky was, you know, one of the one of the one of the best artists ever. Yeah, yeah. And Scum Dogs, and and, and since you guys are talking about Scum Dogs, Scum Dogs is, in my opinion, the must listen to Guar album. If you're like, <laughs> okay, um, they, they, have, they, have a, they have a million bajillion albums at this point, and uh, you want to tell somebody like, do you, if you're going to recommend a, a Guar album to me, which one would it be? It's, Definitely Scum Dogs because that is the best produced. The the um they're young, they're they're hungry, and they have some really cool shit on there. Yeah, I think that was my first. That was the first album I heard by them too. That's who I got it too. Yeah, that's and uh, you know I I heard their first album many many uh, years later uh, from the fifth grade. I heard their Hello Guar, and that was just punk rock. I mean, they went into metal, and uh, that was their first thing into metal, and then they they went away from metal. They thought they were the Beatles or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, they, they were like they were like, they were like the Beatles, uh, you know, singing about like humping cows and shit, but with, like melodies. <laughs> but uh, you know, they they uh, they they did they did a good job, and, and now that they've transitioned to other things, that's 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 what they're doing. But yeah. I'm not as interested in them now as as I was when I was a kid. Yeah, their first three albums are are their best. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. between yeah, I, I think definitely. this one probably is my favorite overall. Um, I I I, I lean toward Hello only because. It's so funny, and Tim and I have like a just a, a, a appreciation for that album just because of the you know nostalgia and, and how hilarious it is. Yeah, just um, when we bought it and brought it home, ridiculous. we couldn't believe what we were hearing. <laughs> I think, yeah, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, still don't think I've laughed at an album, just a pure like a, a rock album. I've never laughed at something so hard. Yeah, I, I would throw in War Party with some other best. I think that that album, start to finish, is awesome. That was a later album, yes, but. Yeah, yeah, the first three are are their best. Yeah, definitely. Like well, Scum Scum Dogs, Scum Dogs is the go to album. If you if somebody doesn't know who Gore is, and you're trying to like you know teach early man how to start a fire, <laughs> and you're like, it, the early man has been like, what, what kind of uh, Gore? You know, what kind of you like? This is Scum Dog. It's it, that is that is like that is their crowning achievement. And Dave Brock, you would agree. Like he's he's been in many interviews where he says it, that that is their that's their flagship. They're, yeah. they're, what is it, Magnum Opus? Yeah, they're Magnum Opus. <laughs> well, should we play some of these classics? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, hey, by, the, the, by now, they are classic metal. That's true. <laughs> uh, so there's this song. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I love this song. I was uh, doing my homework on uh, these albums and uh, <laughs> playing it. Pam, Pam and I, my wife, Pam, we, we were, we sit next to each other during the day cause we're all at home working from home and uh, I'm doing research on the, all these albums and I'm playing that song. 
she looks over at my computer and she's like, we listen to it. It's like black and huge. She almost choked on her coffee. It's like black and huge. It's like, yeah, it's about, you know, giant black you know what it's about. What's, <laughs> I mean, you surprised? It's Guar. It's Guar. Yeah, well, if you if you ever been to a Guar concert, he does have a giant black penis. I'm sure. All right. <laughs> I mean, but it's a it's it's not it's it's also married with a fish. It's, yes, his cuttlefish. It's the weirdest thing. It's probably one of the weirdest things ever. <laughs> Let's see. I always get this song in my head for no reason. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking about this song because he could have been a whaler. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the sailor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so there's that song and i remember uh, well on, on the, when we watched uh dracula <laughs> the first time the keanu reeves i was like oh that's, oh yeah that's that's talking about? <laughs> i know <laughs> yeah so song. on this uh on this album that there were a couple songs or they hired a very expensive producer and they were only able to afford two of them I think Vlad was one of them, and then the Horror of Yig was the other. But they, those not, aren't necessarily like the best songs on Scum Dogs, in my opinion. Uh-uh. But they 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 are they are very well produced. Do you, Tim? Do you remember for whatever reason when I listened to this album, I didn't. Death Pod was. It, oh, it's a good song. I love that song, but I don't remember it on the CD or the vinyl we had or something because was. Do you remember that, Tim? Was it was it not the on the order CD? from the tape versus the the MP3? version of it is different and i can't yeah there's something exactly up with it because i had the same yeah the same experience i was like i don't know some of these songs or one of these songs doesn't sound familiar. and i don't remember cold yeah. place to park was even on the tape was i don't it? think well, it the, was. the last Joe, two the last two Joe's tracks correct. were not on the original which were which right was, Joe's, Joe's sex, correct. Executioner. sex executioner was Joe, yeah we always had sex executioner on the cd cool place to park was not on the tape but um but death pod definitely was yeah Cool place yeah. the park was on was on the CD. Yeah, Years Without Light is the other one. That was on there. Well, because I, I remember, I remember so that. Tim and I first saw Guar tell, tell on Wikipedia. This, all right. <laughs> Tim and I first saw Guar on this MTV News thing. Yeah. Where it was this whole special about them, and you know, and we were blown away. We're Wait, like, what the hell? We got to find out who this is. That was. We heard that wasn't blood on the bow, was it? No, 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 no. It was, uh, it was just a Kurt Loder but, uh, talking about Guar. In that clip, That's they played cool. the beginning of the song. Right? Yeah. They did. Because we heard that, we were going, That's fucking awesome. Where is that? And it wasn't on it wasn't on Hello. Like we got mm-hmm. Hello and it wasn't there. No. And I don't remember hearing it until years later. And maybe it was like a, a re release of this album or something. I just something. don't remember it from yeah. when we first so heard the album. I, I do remember it. Death Pod was on the tape and on the uh, CD, but um, Cool Place to Park was not. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Cool Place to Park was definitely. Wait, you don't remember Death Pod on there, Eric? I don't. I don't know why. Huh. I mean, that's a great you know, song. I don't know why. I don't. I, I, I had the tape way before I had the CD. I, I may never have had the CD. I don't know. Yeah. Death Pod was on there. I remember that song. Okay. Huh. Well, I mean, I haven't played the album starting you know, front to back in years until this past week. So, yeah. 
I, but I was, put in my notes, did my, my Walkman die or something? And I just never got that far in the album. <laughs> well, sometimes that happens. Sometimes we would like we would make tapes and there wasn't enough room on the tape. So you have to like pick a yeah, song not, not to fit. You know, like it doesn't fit on the tape. So that probably is, it, is what it was. Is that it's the song possible. of the heat seeking moisture mister? Yes. Yes, that is. <laughs> it's like two thirds oh, through, I think. What's funny about the song too is I actually made a note about this. Um I was just playing this part. This sounds totally different than this sounds like almost like glam ish. You find it here. That right there. Uh, yeah. Very poppy. Yeah. There it is. Now you shall seeking moisture Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Sexecutioner, that's another oh, yeah. classic. Excuse it's a classic. me, but what's good <laughs> is all the violence in the world. In the world. Unless it is tough. <laughs> With limitless sex, bring on the limitless sex object. And allow me. I gotta get to the. Um, give it to me. Yeah. Where is that? After me, I am from France. And when you are in France, you pull. And when you are on your knees, when you will go as I please. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Well, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure anybody would know this, but uh, Sexecutioner is Sleazy P. Martini. They're the same folks. Yeah. And, um, I'm not sure what his role is in the, in the band, but he's yeah. all, when I would go see them in concert, um, one or the other was, was always there. I'm not sure why, but they're there. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. But, that's that's a uh, that's a hilarious song. <clears throat> they you know they have they have a um, they have a guest people coming in, even on um, Scum Dogs. On a lot of Gore albums, they have uh, they have other people singing, right? Besides right. Uh, Dave Brocking. Yep. And uh, yeah, it's 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 good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think most. I think for a lot for a lot of it, when they're when they are crafting songs, they're not really doing it necessarily for. Um, the, the sound of the album they're doing it because they're they're trying to prepare a, a theatrical show that they can show people yeah. which is another reason why war is so much better live just like Rollins band or, or, or black flags we were going back to uh they're, they're trying to craft something that people can see and you're, you're listening to the album so that when you go see the show you're watching something that, that you kind of already know 
Yeah. Yeah. So I want to go back to something Keith said, because you said you're not really a fan of Guar. Was this the first time you've heard this album in its entirety? Uh, probably actually. I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, Guar is one of those bands that, you know, there's no way you can avoid hearing them because I, mean, right. I mean, let's face it. They are, I mean, as much as I would never like put them into the big four, I mean, they are a group all of their own. I mean, as much as, you know, let's face it, when they started, they were more of a punk band. So they didn't definitely kind of followed that kind of crossover thing and became more metal. But, you know, as Tom's been saying, like the theatrics of them, no one else has ever been able to do that. I mean, everybody talks about uh, Green Jello or Green Jelly, whatever you want to think, that they are just like kind of a ripoff of Guar. Now, they're not. I wouldn't say that. But, you know, those guys, you know, tried to kind of emulate what Guar had done, but no one else has ever, you know, other bands still try and do it, I think, today. And it, you just, you can't. He tries to do Guar? I mean, tries to, you know, do the stage antics. I mean, right now there's, um, what is it? The, the band that uh, dresses up in McDonald's characters. I no, fucking don't know. <laughs> I know exactly who you're talking yeah, about. They, they're, called, they're called Joy Wave. I saw them in, uh, I saw them at Firefly last year. But I mean, oh. yeah, so, the, so there's other bands out there. But I mean, let's face it, Guar is just an entity under their own. I mean, uh, I'm not sure you're ever going to like, you know, throw. I mean, Scum Dogs, as everything I read, is 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 their best album. Uh, would you ever throw that in there? I mean, it would definitely be included in the best metal albums, but would you ever throw it up there against, say, like Master of Puppets? Well, no, of course. Not, not. I mean, that's not what it's that's exactly because it's not, not. That's that's not what it's supposed to be. <laughs> right. It's supposed to be just. I mean, I, I'm a huge Meatman fan, which is what is weird that I never got into the Guar because it's like kind of Guar is the metal version of the Meatman. Um, but uh, yeah, if you ask me, put on a metal album that's hilarious and you're gonna laugh your ass off then i'll i'll pick a guara yeah that's like the first thing i go to is guara yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah that's a different category i mean they're not like you mean it, you know. like it's meant to be funny yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 exactly i mean it, the comedic element to it the yeah i mean but then again it's it's just you know the theatrics this is there's more to this than just the sound yeah. I mean, there, there, there's 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 just an entire element, you know, of of their live show of well, there, you know, just their their there's stuff know, I mean, in here watching the interviews. There's stuff that's not being crude just to be crude with the the lyrics too. Like they're poking fun at things. Yeah, they are. I mean, some of it is just you know offensive for the sure, pure sake sure. of it. I mean, they're 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 doing that while laughing at the people that are offended. You know, yeah, right. <laughs> Excellent point. <laughs> well, so we should probably move on to Pantera, but let's give a, a grade, an overall grade of this album. If you were giving, well, give this, give this album man, a grade. Tough. You know, comparing. <laughs> I don't think it is. I mean, it, to their grade, entire well, catalog, you have to grade else. it in its special category, right? Or do we? Well, are I'm, we are we yeah, are we going uh, overall? Like, because it, it's hard to do. You can't. Really, how could it? I mean, I'm like not Keith even said, that, it's not a big four. It's not a. It's not a big well, four, but on. this album is I'm, fucking awesome. It is. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to interject here. So so we're gonna have to uh we're gonna have to say who would you rather I mean if you're gonna if you're gonna judge grading, let's talk about Pantera and we'll come back to the grading and we're gonna I would I would like to define the rating of who would you like to see live? Well oh, you're <laughs> for me that's uh that's hard I, I mean I, I, so having it's, seen it's, Pantera it's, it's, and never it's gotten to see it's, it's not, There's no wrong answer. There's no wrong answer. It's subjective. 
Yeah, but, I, actually with Keith. Okay, so, so if, if I never if saw Gwar live, I would go, go for yeah. <laughs> if, I, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna go blast music while I while I drive 130,000 miles an hour, it's gonna be Pantera. If I'm going to, I don't know, like like I, fuck a dead corpse, it's or, gonna be Gwar. Or, 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 or pour blood over my <laughs> hey, head, Keith. I would just want to because we're all fucking we're all quarantined right now. I'm gonna listen to Gwar, Keith. What? So, I don't know. What is a live if, corpse? If <laughs> oh, I'm telling. I'm telling you, they're they're they're, they're apples they and just Gore and Pantera, Gore and Pantera, apples and oranges. Okay, uh, yeah. So I and, and my my favorite my favorite metal band of all time is Gore or Pantera or a couple others, depending on what mood I'm in. And so it's it's really hard to judge. So right. I don't know. I'm ready. To, I'm ready to grade. I don't. I don't. we have to hear this to your points about Pantera. So Joe Joe loves Pantera. He is he's a goddamn fanatic about it. What? To the point where he snuck in tapes to to, to bootleg shit. And I love Pantera too. And you want so you want to do the grades of the end. a part of his childhood right. as much as with That's fine. Uh, we we can do that. So I, have this I've got those grades ready. I'm good. Well, okay. Yeah. So let's then let's. <laughs> I just mean, move on. I don't think any of the grades for either of these albums are going to be that surprising. I mean, <laughs> How dare you? It'll probably be right, let's, I'm just thinking. <laughs> that might be numeric or something. Well, then let's move on to Pantera. Yes, just, exactly. Because this. Yeah. I'm guessing this is the first Pantera we've all heard. Was this riff? Yes. Yeah. Yep. The video. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It was a tape for me. I wasn't the video. I didn't know. It was Headbangers Ball for me. All right, <laughs> can't listen to the entire song. <laughs> I would love to, but yeah. So, Cowboys from Hell is the album. We'd get better uh, ratings if we <laughs> <laughs> just play that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this episode we're just gonna play all of Cowboys from Hell. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna talk. <laughs> we'll be like the director's cut. We'll just talk over it, right? And people, will be like, shut the fuck yeah. up. But then we're like, you could just go listen to the fucking album, asshole. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, in case you didn't know, um, the band is Phil and Selma on vocals. What? Darryl, yeah. <laughs> Daryl Abbott or Dimebag or Diamond Daryl. He was still guitars. Diamond Daryl technically on this album. He was, yeah. Yeah, he was. Rex Brown on bass guitar and Vince Paul on drums. Vince Paul, Brick Wall. Yeah. And rest in peace to Dimebag and Vinnie Paul. Sucks. And the soul of Pantera. Rest in peace. Yeah. The heart and soul of that band. Produced are, uh, by Terry Date. The Abbots. Yeah. Yes. Produced by Terry Date. Yeah. I think Probably I've, the first Terry Date album we've heard. We heard. I'm sure I've said no. No. I'm sure I've said this plenty of times on this podcast, but this was a uh, Columbia House. You hmm. pushed really? album for me. Oh. Wow. But yeah. It, so it came. 
uh, I, I don't know if we picked it or they just were like, here, take it. And um, <laughs> the box of tapes. So when we got this in 19, it was that it was 1990. It's, when did the album come out? You didn't say it. It was in the summer, I think. I think I feel like it was too. Yeah. I remember getting it in the, uh, under summer vacation. Yeah. July 24th. There you go. Okay. Um, and I remember seeing the, the cover of the album and I was like, because before they said it, yeah, I know. I don't know what this yeah. is. They're in a saloon. Cowboys from hell. <laughs> and and uh, so I, I don't remember the exact moment putting the tape in, but and I remember like, once it got in there, it was like, what the fuck am I hearing? Like, yeah. holy yeah. fucking shit. Like, it was a new, you knew there was a new Metallica. Like, it yes. was a new fucking band. And, yeah. Uh, I'm really excited to talk about this album because we haven't really talked about band. We talked about power metal, but that doesn't really count. Yeah. Yeah. This is and like, we, and we, really did the, we did the Vinnie Paul stuff. And, yeah, that's true. But, um, yeah. like, this was the band, like, when I got back to, to into high school, like, Try to tell all my metalhead friends about the album. They were like, they were not impressed, like with what I was saying. Wow. Like, you need to fucking listen to it. And then it was, <laughs> uh, it wasn't until their next album came out when pe- they were the yeah. same people were coming back to me telling me about Pantera. And I'm like, fuck off. Yeah, yeah. come on. I told you about That's this so two years ago. The fuck? Yeah, yeah. I mean that doing this show, you know, in 2020, uh, you know, that's the one thing about this album to me is, I mean, unfortunately, the album after it is one of the best albums in the entire genre, if not in just rock and roll. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. so it's always going to be under that shadow for me. And I mean, listening to it again, I had not thrown this goddamn thing in. Did you you heard this before college? Vulgar or no? No, I, I, we, we, okay. I saw the video. I saw the video for that, and I was just like, "Oh, hell yeah!" But I never got around okay, to listening so Keith to was it. One of the and I then I forget uh, when Vulgar had come out, and I bought that, and was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. And then my brother <laughs> went and got co- Cowboys, and it was like, "All right, this is good too." And then I throw Vulgar back in. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So for me, it's. It, I'm, I'm. I know. I'm. I'm sure people are sick of hearing this, but Dimebag is my favorite guitar player ever. So, no, I, I really, even, yeah, really, even, hmm. even the songs that aren't as good on this album, I still can enjoy because the solos just blow me. The fuck what about Lena Ford? God damn. <laughs> She's second. Your cousin. She's second. It's close. Your cousin. Yeah. It's close. Okay, cousin. We are not of relation. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I, so personally, this is my number one album for 90. And I know, you know, if you look at the albums from 90, you guys probably think I'm crazy because you've got Slayer, you've got Megadeth. This is number two for me. Yeah, I mean, it's it's top five. I think it was number 10 for me. Whoa, that's crazy. crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Kill him. I mean, (laughs) like the songs alone, you know, just uh, that song we just listened to, Primal Concrete Sledge, Cemetery Gates, uh, you know, obviously domination. Domination. Um, yeah. Art of shredding. Well, for you, most of you guys is gonna be the first half of the album, right? Yeah. For me, it's the whole yes. fucking all the way through the album. I fucking love it. Well, what about Shattered? <laughs> it drops off. Yeah, I think it. it's a drop off. Yeah, I mean, that song yeah. sucks. <laughs> it's not a very good song. Yeah, Shattered is their, their little homage even, to Priest. You didn't even know Yeah, the Shattered is just that's one thing re-listening to this, you know. I mean, let's face it, 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 it had its place, you know, in nineteen ninety. Play a little bit but, of it, right? 
You want to do it? Don't waste. Don't listen to the. That is so much quality on this thing. Don't play the crappy song. I'll play a little bit of it just so people know what we're talking about. Starts good. Yeah. Good riff. That's still good. I mean, it's good. I mean, he's doing something good. This is the Rob Halford Pantera. Yeah, this is the tribute to Priest. Yeah, this is the Brashy Priest song. <laughs> it just it was funny when you were playing that it reminded me of, yesterday when I was in the car I heard on the XM they played The Ripper by uh, Judas Priest yeah like, <laughs> so oh. it's, it's that song's goofier than that one at least yeah, yeah. <laughs> most Priest songs are never turn your yeah, back I mean, on it, The Ripper I mean let's face it you know in you know, and playing that song, let's face it, they these guys did come from glam. Yeah, and I mean, they, they, they there's just like a couple little elements of that still kind of tinkling into this album, tinkling. and it is so bizarre to like like think about like the other <laughs> stuff they were doing and how incredible and intense it is, and they still let that like little kind of <laughs> sprinkling of uh, no of, tinkling of, of, of high range. I mean, I'm still I'm tinkling know, right now. <laughs> like Phil, like why would I mean with with what Phil could do with all the low range stuff that he did and how like I mean his intensity is so insane. Like no one can really do what he did vocally. As well as he did. I mean, people. Could, well, yeah, you know, that's a good. We I can mean, talk about the end of um, Cemetery Gates. Yeah, right now. Yeah, we I mean, just go right into that, right? Yeah, because oh, you know that is ridiculous. That's okay. Please play that. Play that is my favorite song on this album. That's your favorite song on the album? I it's uh, maybe not that. <laughs> I, I love that song. I love that. Fucking, I love a lot of the songs in this album. Eat my dick. It's a vocal guitar duel here. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. God. King. So. The king. You- <laughs> no one could do that. I mean, of course, that's one of my favorite things about Dime is those those harmonics and the pitches, insane, yeah, the insane just harmonic squeals, the squeals that he does with his guitar. It's crazy. Yeah, and, and I, I shared this with you guys on in a text, but there's a, a video on YouTube where he explains how he does it, and it's just so because I I can do it. I can't do it like Dime, of course, but I didn't learn it that way. And the way he shows it, it's it's crazy. I I'm not going to try to explain it here, but it's yeah, just, if, if you're a guitar player and you don't know. Go watch that video because that's crazy. Um, you guys, but yeah, the guitar work on this album ridiculous. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, there's a. I mean, we always knew there was kind of a country vibe to this mm. band. I didn't really notice it quite as much. <laughs> a band from Texas? I mean, it's like, yeah. like if you play the uh, solo in Psycho Holiday, that has this really kind of country groove going on in there. Well, Psycho Holiday's got that, yeah, that, yeah, that the like swing groove, but really fast. Yeah, yeah. Which it's metal, but it's also not metal. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Even the way he, it's like twangy almost. It's a, yeah. it's a swing beat. 
the best. That's like. Yeah, what is <laughs> What does swing have to do with country? <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, it's just not. It's not a metal song. Like. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> You can, you, can compare, you can say that Hetfield is inspired by this with uh, two by four. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I what Keith probably this has no idea what five that years is, before but, he wrote that song. Yeah. But I didn't even hear what you said because I was listening to good music. Ha ha ha! Oh, mm. yes, that's good. Oh, so what, what did you say? Fuck you. He was saying that uh, that might have inspired some later Metallica from the 90s. Hmm. Something off of Load. Which is possible. It just has, I think yeah. we didn't really realize... We just knew it sounded different back then. Like, this sounds really... Well, very not just that song, than, but the one before it. Primal Concrete Sledge is... It didn't sound like very, anything. Yeah. yeah. Really no, I know. I was actually going to segue into that anyway, because there's a yeah. part in this song. Yes. The bass and the, the kick drums are locked in, and then the guitar is just like a triplet. Like, bat, 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 it's a weird. Bat, bat. It's really weird. And then the lyrics are more with the bass drum. So this part, I want to play it live because it's so much. Better. Oh yeah, it is. It's much better live. <laughs> I was watching this today, going, "Oh Holy shit." Yeah. This part live. <laughs> what year is this live thing from? 98, I believe. It's so much better. Yeah. So awesome. so good oh yeah they were i mean you know the 90s they were they were it well the, they were the band this album in 1990 though for metal there was right nothing even remotely right. yeah i shouldn't say remotely there's nothing like that in the metal genre they were their own thing yeah for sure I, well Absolutely. exactly i would have to say that so much of the the you know, a lot of people, you know, uh, kind of, I mean, I wouldn't say this led in any way, shape or form to kind of the new metal stuff, but just the 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 way they kind of reshaped, you know, how you do a song. And I, I love the way Dimebag has described it, you know, like, you know, all these songs have the, like the groove like part. The power or, groove, right? Or, yeah, exactly. And like, why don't you just make that the entire yeah. song? And that's, you know, exactly. You think about it that simplistically, it's like, oh, yeah, of course, because it's that easy. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, you that, see like, what, what the results guys, of that were, though. Oh, oh. Right? Like, people tried to do that, and it's not well, the same. You needed oh, my, special yeah. when you, you have those two brothers and heavy part in the bass. Oh, yeah. I mean, exactly. Exactly. Rex, Dime, and. And, and, and then you needed a, uh, an amazing vocalist like Vince Paul. Like Phil. 
so yep yeah sure it's easy once you get all the right pieces in the place totally nice guy oh you met phil (laughs) no i mean he's facetious he's a complete asshole (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i don't i I don't know if he was or not i don't know what his deal is yeah, I mean, we never met the guy. Well, I mean, like, I, like Dave Mustaine is a guy I could say I probably would not want to spend more than five minutes with. But yeah. I, I don't know if right. I feel that way about Salmo. Here's the one thing. Like, I've got friends that have met, um, uh, what's his face? Vinny. Oh. Okay. Uh, Vinny. Oh, Vinny. Uh, and, and, and apparently, like, he is... The nicest motherfucker mm-hmm. ever. Like, pretty much uh, he was, yes. Uh, you know, I've got friends that ran into him in a, a casino in Vegas. And they were like... Holy shit! And he's just sitting there, like you know, playing but slots. And yeah, like, and and he, you know, he's sitting there, you know, doing his own fucking thing. And still, he turns around and hangs out with people. Just who gives a shit? You know, he's you know, yeah. one way or another. Um, so I, I've just heard like a few stories of of people meeting Vinny, thinking that he is just the nicest motherfucker in the world. Yeah. And we all know well, his relationship with Phil. So yeah. fuck Phil. Well, that's that's that's, <laughs> well, that's the, the same fair same thing. Point. Yeah. Yeah. That's the same thing they said about Dime too. I've heard countless stories of different yeah. people who not not anybody that I know, but you know, I think Scott Ian even oh, said yeah. in his book. Um, Scott Ian said something like, "He just makes you feel like the most important person." He in taught him to drink too. Time. Like, yeah, mm. like, if, if, yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> well, it wasn't the best idea, but <laughs> well, I, I, but yeah, I hate to be the uh, um, adversarial person, but no, you don't. But. <laughs> uh, the guy with the blood all over his Pantera, face. Pantera, Pantera. <laughs> Phil, Phil was a complete asshole, and those songs were so, so destructive. And uh, and they were they're very angry. And he has a, he has a thing about him, and it's uh, it's hard to carry on Pantera without him. And uh, without Pantera, um, he didn't do very well. And Pantera without him, uh, with with Vinnie uh, Paul and Damage Plan. Yeah. They um. Yeah. You know, one and one makes three, you know. So it is what it is. There's a bit they, of they, the uh, uh, they, they broke up, and that's the, that's the nature of a uh, of a uh, heavy metal music when it comes to that kind of intensity. And we have some really good albums, which I love. Well, I wish they would. Uh, I don't know. You can't, I mean, maybe they should go into therapy like Metallica, but they didn't. <laughs> no, it's it's not even it's not even just heavy metal. As long as it's, they didn't film it. There's a lot of there's bands that have had you know, turmoil that has, has created something great, like the Eagles, the Beatles, like there's bands, they needed that internal like friction to kind of produce yeah, something that's true. better. And oh. you're right. Like damage plan and, and, and um, like the, the bands that they, that kind of spun off after. And Phil is they, <laughs> the 4,000 band that fills yeah, it. There's a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Like they weren't, they weren't Pantera and they're, and it's, I mean, yeah. there's a reason because right. like, it's a band with guys around guys from Pantera and it's not going to be the same. Yep. Yeah. You know? No, no. So, well, it's unfortunate. That, that, the first, yeah, that, think- that first album that we're talking about, I, um, I got into Pantera, um, on their second one, which was, uh, which far beyond. Driven. That was a no. third. Vol- Vol- oh, this Vol- is, this is, Vol- is a great story. Technically, technically I, I if you want to get into so technical, well, yeah. we're, we're all around the same age. And, um, but oh, no. wait, yeah. What, what, wait, wait, wasn't Cowboys like their th- Sixth or third. It was the second. Oh. It was the second Phil album, right? Yeah, yeah. So second fourth, I think. You, you, you got, you got, you guys confusing me. <laughs> no, it was the second <laughs> Phil album. With these nerd facts, but I, I uh, right. It was the second okay, Phil so, album. So yes. Let me let me break it down to, to, to my. This is a good story. You know, Do it. 
my 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 favorite stuff is uh is is that I love uh Pantera. Pantera is is, is my go-to metal. Absolutely. And um when I want to you know run make sweet love. <laughs> no, when I make when I make hate to a man, I put him. No, when when I I'm telling you when I now we're going back to Guar. Pantera is is one of the actually my my favorite metal bands, and um because of Dimebag Daryl, if you listen to those lyrics, if you I'm sorry, not not the lyrics, but if you listen to those those guitar riffs, it's absolutely amazing. He is yeah. he is so. Um, and you have to remember that uh, Metallica, because they they were always compared to Metallica. Both of the guys in Metallica were, were extremely uh, talented, but um, Dimebag was doing it by himself in front of maybe a little bit of a bass. That is some crazy shit that he would come up with. I love it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think, and, and Craig touched on that a little bit when we talked to him the first time we, we interviewed him. Uh, Craig from uh, Forbidden. Um, he mentioned that that the, the thing about Dime is he had both the right hand and the left hand. Yeah. He had the riff hand, the the you know the crazy riffs that he, that he was strumming, and then he had the left hand where he was doing these insane solos. And he, yeah, he was he was a full package. He was he did everything, and the riffs that he wrote were amazing, and the solos he wrote like just the melodies he came up with 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 these with these songs. Incredible. And on top of that, he um, so good. He would sing every now and then. Have you ever? I'm sure you guys have heard. He, he yeah. would sing every now and then. I mean, he he was he wasn't a uh, he wasn't a Phil Osama, but he was um he was a good singer and uh, but for the most part, like he he was the most brilliant metal guitarist of all time, in my opinion. And I I'm I'm your guys' age, and we've listened to the same shit, and I think that he is far more talented than anyone else uh, because he wasn't he wasn't collaborating with anyone. The guys from Metallica. Um, like Heath and and uh, they're they're collaborating. He was just doing all that shit by himself, and coming yeah. up with these songs with his brother behind him on the on the drums. And so we're talking about uh, Cowboys from Hell, and that is their first breakout album of when they were done with their with their cock rock shit or whatever they, they were changing their image and he was doing <laughs> oh, oh, his yeah. thing and he he did a great job i mean it was it's, a, it's an amazing album it's not my favorite pantera album but it is what launched them into um from cock rock into heavy metal i love it man yeah yeah absolutely i mean you if you go back and listen to power metal and then this it's like complete two completely different albums imagine like so. if you had power like you were into pantera and then buying this <laughs> New, <laughs> like as a Pantera fan, what it must have been like. You remember, like, what the hell happened to this band? Yeah, man. better now. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of it. But I don't think I, mean, I don't think uh, power, I know power metal was not nearly like this, but it it wasn't. It, it wasn't, wasn't like glam, off. Right it wasn't then. off off the charts. Different. It was like no. It was but, like a we want to be. Um, Judas Priest, pretty much, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And this was a little bit, yeah, thrashier, thrashier, groove, more groove. Uh, I wouldn't even say thrash because it doesn't. I mean, that's the one thing I love about this. The speed is so. It, it, there are definitely parts that are 
fast as shit. Okay, this, this album. There's so many parts that are just like slow, and, but while they're slow, fucking Vinny is like just screaming double bass like through the <laughs> entire time, and it's just like some kind of well, that, like, that problem uh, concrete sledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you guys re- do you have like f- emotions about Cowboys from Hell? Like the first time you heard it? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, uh, of yeah. course. Tom does. Yeah, because it was. Yeah, we saw that on. Hepburn's it was Headbangers Ball. Ball. It was the same night we saw World in the World by Violence. So it was like the a, video was pretty cheesy. Wasn't it just like state, like fake stage it was stuff? A show. It was live. Yeah. They weren't actually in a in a bar, but like on the album cover. No. 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 I heard Cowboys from Hell, and I was not impressed. When I was really impressed, when I first got into Pantera, was and I hate to be the typical dude, but I heard Walk, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And it and I and I was uh, uh we were playing sports in high school and we would play on our our um our car stereos before like games and stuff like that. That was my shit. Yeah, exactly. Because that album is fucking perfect. Had, this album yeah. is guys, incredible. Uh, do, this album. Do you is guys great. understand the concept of it? Hadn't fucking come out yet when we heard this. Yes. <laughs> True. We're talking, we're talking right, about right. the, the Cowboys from Hell. So so I went back after I discovered Walk. I went back to because i'm a huge pantera fan went back to the first album and their first album to me i hate to say it, it's you guys are musicians i hate to say it, but it's weak weak it's it's not weak, weak it's compared not weak. It's, 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 to i mean compared to their next hey, stuff time out time out time out. this is i started the conversation oh! with that exact point that that the time out vulgar display of power is one of the best albums <laughs> In the entire genre, it could be, it could be my, I mean, it could be my is, favorite yes. album of all time if I had to. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It might be one of the best rock That's albums fun, ever. Too. That's and not my point. There is, there is no clunker okay. in there. All of the songs are incredible. <laughs> yeah, but I would, I would put some of these songs like. Psycho Holiday. It doesn't I mean, matter. This, this was two years this, before. This album is great. This album is absolutely incredible. They needed to get to this album. But comparing, comparing, you can't compare this. They had to, get this, to, they had to do this yeah. album to get to that album. Yeah. Yeah, yes. but you can't. Uh, it, it's like it's like saying we were talking about Scum Dogs, and you have Hello Guar, which is their first album, and then you have Scum Dogs, which came right afterwards. Right. In my opinion. These points are some dogs. These points are strong. Beautiful. Some dogs is awesome. Whereas <laughs> Hello Gore was their beginning. It's, well, yeah, I don't know. I, look, I'm <laughs> not gonna that was that. wait time out. It, like in comparison, case, Hello was definitely their case start. Fucking closed. They, like uh, Cowboys from Hell was not Pantera's start. They had been doing it since like 1982. Yeah. So was Gore. They were doing. Um, they were doing. Yeah. They were. They were the ex cops. They've been they've been together for a long time. They've been doing all their <laughs> dumb shit, and then they came out with Hello Guar, and then they came out with Scum Dogs as their first thing. Cowboys from Hell was um was their first attempt as them as Pantera, and it wasn't that good. That that is that is their Hello Guar. Right at the risk of sounding incredibly exclusive. Yes, for those of us that this was the album we heard before Vulgar. Yes. What, yes. what, are there thoughts Here. like on and I, I get it I know Vulgar is better shut the fuck up yeah because <laughs> like, like, this album because the reason I'm saying this is because for me this was like a huge like this was a pivotal album in metal for me like yeah and, and, mm-hmm. and you there 
because they shot up to my right, right, right. Bands and this, ever. I, like just hearing this album was like, well, there. Because this was like, bands ever. this was like, <laughs> oh, this is like the next Metallica was basically what my thought was, or 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 the equal, or whatever you want to say. So like, I, I just kind of wanted to sort of quickly run through some of the songs and thoughts on the album like individually because I think this is, um, you know, like it's a pivotal album. It's like a Sentinel album. It is metal. This is my number. This is my number one from ninety. So, as a metal fan in nineteen ninety, when you heard this, you said, "Holy fuck, that is." Yeah, we, bought different. It, we bought it the next day. Yeah, we went. We went out and got it yeah, immediately. And yeah. I'm just trying to like encapsulate yeah, some of the thought, it. like because it was it was different. Yeah, let's let's not worry too much about comparing it to the other albums. Yeah, let's yes, focus but, on well, this right, album. We'll stop that conversation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, when we get to that album, we're going to have yeah, a full seriously. episode to oh, that. Yeah. There'll be a circle. Yeah, yeah, we'll be good. We'll do that. Right. <laughs> yeah. so plus back then there was that friendship with breath child America, that Pantera had formed. So we were, yep. that no. really helped just like solidify. Oh, our you guys, Cause I didn't, I didn't even know Wrath child at that point. Yeah. They, they were yeah. buds at this point. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, so okay, Cowboys from Hell. Yep. Um, immediately knew right. I love this band. Yeah. Like from oh, hearing yeah. that, hearing that on Highbringers Ball, hundred percent. This and these guys are awesome. Yeah. Primal Con. Uh, so we get the album. We Primal Con, which is heavy yep. as fuck. Yeah. That riff we yeah. talked about that it earlier. Starts out like that weird and ass, and that just the is tuned down to D. Yeah. Right there. You're like, yeah. I don't hear yeah. that very often ever in my life at this point. Because Walk hasn't been invented yet. So this right. Is, this is it. And just, like, we should talk a little bit and more about like this. It is weird. Like, yeah. Everything happening right now in this it's song weird. is weird. Everything's offbeat. Yeah. It's a, this, um, this is this is the first I had going somewhere. Kind of yeah. is, yeah. It's fast. Yeah, he's um. Vince Paul is a good example of a drummer that his stuff is just complicated enough to sound very difficult to play. But it's also if you're a drummer, it's somewhat attainable. You could actually, if you practice hard enough, you can get to it. He's not. Mm-hmm. There's some drummers that I'll never. Be he's able not to. Neil Peart. No. But he's got stuff that you're like, that's Thank God he's not weird. Shut up. And <laughs> but it's attainable right. at the same time. Most of the stuff. Absolutely agree. Um, so you have uh, you have like uh, Metallica. Metallica has um, they are extremely talented musicians, but their drummer is very basic. Yeah. he's really, his whole thing he's was so much worse. <laughs> yeah, it, it, he <laughs> his his whole thing was listen, Joe. His whole thing was. Okay, so you can you can do all this weird shit where you do these doubles on and stuff. How good do you sound behind the guitarist like James? Like, right? You know, the, the drummer's not supposed to be out front. So well, and that, and they're not. They're not. But they're they they are when they're supposed to be. Yeah, like, I mean, like, yeah. There's, there's a, time, a there's yeah. a big corollary with this band in, in Van Halen with the, their yes. brothers that are guitar player and drummer. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and it's 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 weird because they're, they're locked in you know yeah. and and maybe like instinct yeah. well they were the yeah, ordinary the guys when's the yeah. new album of uh, instinct totally yeah, exactly. guys. never yeah <laughs> we're just as good as these guys usually <laughs> still waiting 30 years later 
Yeah. I don't know. In my opinion, drummers are supposed to be in the back, the guitar players are supposed to be in the front. So and well, I mean, uh, literally they are usually. But, <laughs> I, mean, I almost I don't feel that way at all. Like I think every I think everyone in the band should have um something that they're they're bringing forward they just yeah, I think yeah. they stand out more in this band because it's you had a uh, one guitar player and and mm-hmm. the, the bass like rex is is a great bass player he, yeah he is he's yeah. got a great groove he doesn't and and you you couldn't stand another guy to stand out in this band you needed some exactly. you needed somebody just like that idiot from uh, van halen i shouldn't say idiot <laughs> what's his name yeah Uncle anthony like like you kind of need somebody's got to sort of lay back in the band. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing I'd say about Rex though, is, you know, he definitely, if you want to call it laying back, if you want, but he he's got really good baselines though. He's got great baselines and he's very, I mean, he very much pulls kind of more of the rhythm section style of playing bass yeah. than the, you know, Hey, look what I'm doing. You know, which a lot of metal bassists, do. Don't Apparently, he plays a acoustic guitar on um, Cemetery Gates. Also. The reason I was I, I said what's his name is a, a man, Michael Anthony is an idiot because he had a bar for himself on stage. I thought that was I, I was taking it too far. <laughs> well, his, his bass was shaped like a he, Jack Daniels he, bottle. His bass yeah. lines actually are pretty good. He's yeah, integral he's a, to that band. He's a, so. yeah. he's a good vocalist. So, so I, yeah, I should just if you have your own okay. bar on stage, you're not taking it seriously enough, but. I mean, they're a I'm party not, band. I get so. it. I'm not too worried about Michael Anthony's lawyers coming after us. Don't worry. About <laughs> right. Oh, I'm allowed to say he's an idiot. Well, I can't disprove that. I mean, now that now the chicken foot has broken up, so you know. He's... Yeah. Oh no, what? But I will say about Vince Paul on this album, he got better and yeah. more more complex as each album progressed. So this album, I wouldn't say it's simple, but it's a little bit more simple than what happened later like for me for me on juvenile stuff that i still can't right. do like becoming <laughs> oh yeah the stuff i'm be- yeah like becoming as to this day i'm like i don't know he got so good he's like i don't, I don't even know. know how i'm doing this i'm just gonna <laughs> <laughs> i think i know what he's doing like, i'm gonna do extra double bass here right yeah i'm gonna add this one extra note that's gonna fuck you up for the next 30 years enjoy that so drummer drummers <laughs> so i think primal concrete right, so. sledge is a, it i think it's a it's an underrated there's a bunch of these songs like this i feel this way about on this album yeah but i think that is underrated and it's subtle complexities like how everything yeah. fun, kind of everybody's kind of doing their that? own thing but they come together perfectly yeah. heavy way yeah psycho holiday like we kind of talked about there's like a groove like a, a swing groove but country solo feel i wanted i wanted to play the the end of that song okay. real quick because i love the what he does in the last chorus let me see. Here we go. I think it's here. Just the guitar stuff he does in the background on the last chorus. Awesome. This. Yeah. Basically a drum solo right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Heresy, fantastic song. I love that song. It's a bitch on drums. <laughs> the, um, yeah, we 
That's actually the reason I'm drinking coffee. I remember as a kid, <laughs> like kind of being not believing in God. Like this was like one of the songs. Like, yes, <laughs> that's what I. That's what I think. <laughs> and it was so little of that, you know. Awesome riff. Yeah. That's thrash. Yeah. That's a little mouth for war right there. Yeah. can't listen to the entire song it's great but i could oh man yeah yeah that's cemetery gates we talked about that's keith's favorite song right well the beginning i was listening to the beginning of cemetery gates on headphones and it, it there's a lot going on there it's more layered than i remember um it being i'll play a little bit of that because like, if you listen closely there's stuff in the background that's on guitar that i didn't hear before And I guess that's piano. That little, just the tone. I was wondering if it was, yeah. Probably, it probably is piano. Hear that? Yeah. That could be um, Houston bass, too. I don't want to say it's hard to listen to Pantera, but it does like makes you a little sad, doesn't it? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Especially this yeah. these older songs. Yeah. It's so good. It sucks he's dead. Yeah. But hey, it's, oh, it's, it's, was, it's life. So. I know. I was gonna play this part of the solo in the song. Hold on. I just I just love this solo. God. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> God. We mentioned that Dave Mustaine tried to recruit Dimebag, right? In other episodes. Really? No, I, think I so. don't remember that. Yeah. Well, oh, okay. Dime said, I'll do it if my brother can come. And Mustaine was like, no, I don't need your brother, just you. And Man, I'm glad he didn't. Yeah. Dime's like, well, then no deal. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When? What year did that occur in? That was probably around like 89. Jeez, it was so before this album us. came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think he was looking for guys to be on Rust in Peace. 
So he was trying to recruit yeah. some guys. How the hell was he not looking? I mean, was Menza already decided? Yeah, who knows? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Get into the, the, but Mustaine's kind of big on uh, guys having having to have a certain look in his band. So I'm thinking that <laughs> mm. Vince Paul didn't have the look he was looking for. He he was uh, too fat. Well, yes. <laughs> well, Chuck Wheeler one fat drummer, and he only lasted. It didn't go well. I think. Didn't go well. <laughs> Mustaine's big on image, so I don't need fat drummers yeah. in my band. No more fat drummers. <laughs> Hello, me. No more fat drummers again. <laughs> well, the first time, uh, the first time I was on you guys' podcast, and you guys, you guys are complete. You guys are scholars of metal. I, I'm not. I'm not. A, no, I'm not a scholar, we're not. Whoever. I like what I like. We'll pull my you degree. Guys, you guys are musicians, and so you guys study that stuff, and you actually play it. Um, um, I some of us play it poorly. But. I don't. I, I've never been in a metal oh, band. I've, <laughs> I've been. I've been in a couple of terrible metal bands. But anyway, back <laughs> to my point. I was. I was uh, on your guys' podcast, and I had a great time talking about uh, hell yeah, yeah, they, uh, yeah, which is about for some people as cheesy as Guar. Oh look, there's a. Um, <laughs> Yeah, there's a new super group that has something to do with whatever. But I had a, um, I've seen Hell Yeah in concert. I saw them with you. Yeah, I remember. We had a great time. Yes. We we slept in the camper and we we made a bonfire. And uh, I also remember we actually did a, we saw this this, this entire, it's a good band. And uh, at that time, Benny Paul was in it. And, um, it was cool to see a capable band with Vinnie Paul behind it, and there was a lot of uh, Pantera roots to it. And we're talking about Cowboys from Hell, and uh, this was, since we're talking about Cowboys from Hell, I keep it on point. This was the ending of Cowboys from Hell. They, you know, Pantera died. Everything went away, and we went to um, a concert Joe and I did, and we saw the formation of kind of a Pantera, and it was a lot of fun. It was it was a great it was a great band. It was a lot of fun, and uh, yeah. So that's what it was, and that's where uh, bands go because most of them, the good ones die, unfortunately. Wow. Yeah, and, you know they like, all die. We, we had uh, we had um, all of us are already dead of COVID nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> I've been dead since the uh, since the nineties because I went. Yeah, to you've been you, you've been dead since ninety. <laughs> been dead, dead since ninety six. Yeah, and, uh, I've been having a lot of fun with you guys. Good. I'm going to start another terrible music band, and hopefully we'll uh, we'll hook up. Yeah, there you cool. Go. We'll be the next Guar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's the nice thing I was going to say about Guar. Actually, I remember there was an interview with them early on in their career, and I think it was Dave Brocky was saying the nice thing is we're in costume. Mm-hmm. We'll just hand this down to the next person forever. So Guar is going to be go on forever. There will always be Guar because we're just going to keep handing this down. <laughs> this is a good point. You can't fire Beefcake the Mighty because the next person is. There have be been there. I did not realize that there were with three different Flatus Maximuses. That oh my goodness! Oh, there's been like four different yeah. Um, yeah. guitar players. Yeah. That, uh, as much as love Guar. Pantera is my go-to music for uh, for rocking out. Well, let's get back to that. Get back yeah. to uh, so we were on domination. domination. That's which is one of the their biggest. 
Tim and I covered. There's no video for this, was there? Even though no, this is like no, a staple of the year, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. That was there's videos for Cowboys from Hell. First three, Cemetery right? Gates. Oh, Cemetery Double Gates. Too. Sledge. Was there one for Psycho Holiday? I think there was. I think there was a video for Psycho Holiday, yeah. Yeah, I think there was. Maybe too. not pre- maybe not Primal Concrete Sledge. No. The one three five. No, there was the right. there was the uh yeah, there's the there's the video from Russia. So there's a lot yeah. of you know when they yeah, came yeah, Russia yeah. with Metallica. So there's a lot of clips from yeah, that yeah. you'll see, but I don't think there was an actual video of that of that song. But um, there was um, domination, like so it's a straightforward that do you not think that's thrash? Or I think that's Yeah, song. I mean that's, that's thrash. The yeah. thrash song. Yeah. Well that was yeah. the I remember hearing that song and I I, I kinda I said this when I posted me and Tim playing this, but I'll never forget hearing the end of that song for the first time. With the things, like, the noise, right? Well, yeah. just the how heavy right. it was. Just the fact that they, yeah, they had this was. big They're not even tuned down. And they just broke it down to bum, 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 bum. It's like, holy shit, yeah. Yeah. what? It's not even tuned <laughs> down at all. Well, that is no. the song that you expect to hear from this the, band. The, you know, that the, is. We, like should, we should say staple, you know? the album is a little bit flat of normal tuning to be technical about it, right? It is. It's not quite E. It's like a little lower like than they E. Just did not bother fucking tuning to any standards. Not drop no. D. It's in. That's not drop. No, it's, no, it's, it's definitely nowhere close. It's to not D. E. F- it's, let's it's go somewhere in between. E it's not E flat. It's E almost D flat. <laughs> it was Rex going. Hey, E flat. It was Rex is going. Daryl, Daryl, give me an E. All right. Here's your E, and then and then Rex tuned to that, but it wasn't quite. Is it the tune. coffee pot? The <laughs> coffee pot? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> love it. So play a little bit of this. Yes. <laughs> He's rocking out of himself. All right, I'm going to fast forward to the end because that's the best part. Yeah. No. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Boom bash. (laughs) Boom bash. Oh, hey, all the new metal bands. Listen to this. All the drummers. Yeah, exactly. Shut the fuck up. Take note. Yep. I'm not impressed if your right fucking leg can match the guitar here. No, this is so much better. Yeah. So good. And then after this part, I should have included Shannon Larkin in that, shouldn't I? He should know better. 
<laughs> he, he used to. Back and forth. Channels. Switching. Yeah. yeah. It's really cool. <laughs> I mean... Yeah. That, that was awesome. Yeah. That song, that song just <laughs> just screams like Vinny should get writing credits on that song because the drumming involved well, he does is part of the you know like so many times drummers don't get any credit at all for writing songs because they just you know the guitar player writes some shit and they just come up with a beat and that right there that beat like. Holy shit! I mean, that makes the song so much better. It, it it's just so oh, good. Mm-hmm. All tracks, all tracks are written by Pantera. Just so you know. Yeah, Joe. Can I can I interject yeah. here real quick? Please. Okay, so I I have a company and I have a a, a very large social media presence. And uh, when I put I have a product, and when I put my product out on social media, I have um, I put um. Pantera behind the product because I'm I'm advertising to meatheads like uh, bodybuilders and, and uh, weightlifters and <laughs> yeah, fighters yeah, yeah. and uh, and people um, I've actually been told to stop doing it but I'm whatever it's 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 my company and uh, and that is the song I put behind all of my advertisements so when you guys started playing it I went completely bananas <laughs> because I love that song I would as much as I love Guar. I wouldn't put Guar behind uh, what I'm trying to sell because it does not have that same kind of. Oh yeah, thing of course. That, that, that come up into <laughs> you scare you people away. Like, Jesus Christ! Yes, <laughs> buy this shit. It's so it's gonna make you awesome. So yeah, I I, I love that song. Yeah, there's yeah. some bands that you just feel it in your it t- they tickle your taint, and this is one. <laughs> they 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 give you a, a testicular for yep. you, my man. <laughs> and that's one of the songs of the bands that put. The tickle and the taint. Oh yeah, that's right. Anyway, so I, I had a great time uh, uh, listening to that. Thank you. <laughs> oh yeah. So we we can skip. I guess we'll skip Shattered, right? Because you played that. <laughs> we we yeah, we, we talked already talked. Clash with Reality please, is please, probably my please least. Skip that's probably my least my least favorite. Really? Yeah. Clash I mean, with it's Reality. Not good, but you know, I like right. it. I just don't. It's it's my least favorite. I like. What do you? What about Shattered's a little bit more ballsy than? See, this is we had this on tape, so the uh, side two of the tape was always like. But no, but because after that, I not that great. No, no, I don't know. The artist shredding, I was was pretty cool. Wait a minute, I love the last four. After Clash of Reality, I think the rest of the fucking thing is great again. You guys not? Yeah, me too. Okay, I just want to make sure. No, Message and Blood, the Sleep, Artist Shredding, all great. It's it's good, but not. It's not the first side. Is basically what I'm saying. Until you get to Artist Shredding, Artist Shredding definitely best song in the second half. Medicine Man is. Very twisted and scary. It's good. It's, it's just not. It's good. What? But it's not. It's not heresy. It's not psycho holiday. It's yeah. not domination. You have a whole it's album. Not, of hey, that. How hey, how have... hey. Well, you do have an entire album of that. It's called Vulgar Display no, of you Power. Don't, you don't have these. <laughs> right. You don't have these type of songs on that album at all. Good. <laughs> good. <laughs> <laughs> I love the guitar. Rest in the song. Yeah, it's super. It is super cool. I'm not saying they're bad songs. I'm saying they're just not as good. It just drops a bit. I'll tell you what, this song is catchy as hell. High vocals on this one. 
Yeah. By, yeah. The, by the higher swear. I love the verses. Yeah, great. So, so cool. And I get the. I, I was saying it's catchy. I get the chorus on my head all the time. That's a fucking groove, For some, man. A, yeah, yeah, I know. I love that riff. Yeah. Maybe the lyrics. The lyrics also really drop off on the second side. Like these are cheesy. They're cheesy. Well, the, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the lyrics to Medicine Man, surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, for some reason, they didn't. I, I know what you're saying, Tim, because back in the day when I listened to this album, you know, I agree. The second side was like, oh, he's doing that screaming again. It didn't bother me as much this time for some reason. I mean, I still <laughs> didn't like Shattered that much, but it didn't. I wasn't as bothered by it this time. I don't know you're why. Growing. <laughs> because we've been, we've been exposed to King Diamond. <laughs> my now, this is like, this is like no problem at all. <laughs> Rock like the theme guy. tune, sing the theme tune. <laughs> Listen to him sing. <laughs> oh fuck! I mean, I'd say let, let's let's throw on a little art of shredding. No, we're not there yet. Well, the sleep. We're, we're getting there. We're, message, message, of blood. message in blood is yeah. worthy of a little. I love this song. The drumming is so cool here. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, I love this riff too. It's so weird. The timing. Yeah. That's a weird yeah. time change yep. thing. Yeah, and the uh, the harmonics. Yeah, the pinches on point. <laughs> All right, <laughs> so the sleep. Pinches. My favorite part is the dun 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 dun. Right? Oh yeah, it's a fucking heavy yep. album, probably. Well, which one? <laughs> I know Keith is uh, actually literally asleep. He cannot no, appreciate not, the he? heaviness of this, but he's almost there. Yeah. <laughs> I like the bass here. Well, where's fretless bass, Joe? Time out, Eric. You can hear the difference between a fretted and fretless bass. Yeah. Jesus Christ! <laughs> All right. Well, because when you slide your finger down the neck, it's got a different sound if it's fretless. Okay, if, if you're sliding, okay. I, I well, get that's it. what I was talking about. Okay. There's a little part in there where he's like, "Whoa!" That right there. I got you. This part, Joe? Yes. <laughs> a good example of uh, laying back on the drums. Yep. Boom, See, and this, this is... I think it's. I think it is the lyrics. There's more like weird Judas Priest metal tropes going on in these. Although you know, shattered all the way through the sleep, they all feel very like kind of a little more cheesy, mm-hmm. cheeseball metal. And then Art of Shredding is back to what you had on the first side, right. the first half, which is more. It makes you wonder you when know. they wrote the songs. Like, uh, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. These I mean, sound. They sound older. Yeah, yeah. older. Been, you know, I mean, bear in mind, 
you know, it couldn't have been that much older, you know. No, but like it sounds like they could be on. They were written around the time. They, they could have been on yeah. some glam. Yeah, the, the four we just listened to. Yeah. 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 I don't think they sound they, like they're a little more power metal. I think he means lyrically no, no. so much. I love the so fact that all of you know power metal. Feel. Well, we <laughs> we covered it on. We, we, yeah, we did. Yeah, we, we talked, talked about, about it on one. It may, you may not have been on that one. It was like the second. <laughs> I was yeah, probably drinking heavily that night. So. No, no, it was before you were on that episode. It was one of our first shows. Oh, yeah. It may have been our first show. It was our very first show, wasn't it? Yeah. It's funny because we did Gore Pantera on that show, too. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. But yeah, they're just, there's more. It feels a little cheesier. Like the first the first half, you're like, man, even lyrically, you're like, this is just badass. And then these are more like, I've kind of heard these kind of, sure. you know, yeah, priest, Jewish priest type, you know, medicine man, and all this kind of goofy yeah. stuff. Yeah. I wouldn't call it goofy. I mean, it's I mean, it's, it's not uh, it's not exactly like you know, fucking you know, intensity like so much of Folger's player power is. But yeah, it's but I mean like fucking a solid sound tune, you know. No, no, they're good. It just lyrically you compare like heresy to medicine man and they're totally different. Yeah, that's yes. true. I mean true. yeah. Different league. It's it's I think you're I think they were early songs. They had to be Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. And then they're like, hey, we wrote these other songs that are so much better. This will be the first side of the album. <laughs> Right. Well, we were talking about that before, where some of the riffs in like Heresy sounded a little bit like a new level or not a new level. Uh, yeah. A mouth, mouth for War. There's there's mm-hmm. riffs that sound more similar to stuff on Vulgar Display, yeah. and there's stuff that sounds more like Power Mouth. So yeah, I think definitely there mu- there must have been a, a period where they ri- they had written some songs that were you know closer to around the time Power Metal came out, and then they yeah you know progressed into more of the heavier what they turned into with Vulgar Display. I think that's what happened. Y'all. All right. Artist Shredding. <laughs> so, play, yeah. Play some fucking Artist Shredding. <laughs> nah, we're back to it. <laughs> this song is hard as shit on guitar, by the way. <laughs> uh, no picnic on drums either. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> this part's not bad. Uh, this part's fun, actually. This. Great riff. Cool stuff on bass there, Joe. Oh, yeah. This riff, though, coming up. Fuck. Yeah, there's so much more to that song, but I I gotta stop it. Sorry. You should play the little breakdown riff. Do you have oh, a yeah, yeah, version yeah. of that where they can play slow? that? Yeah, the slow.
All right. Well, that's, I mean, we've reached the end of the album. So. Well, good night, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, grades. <laughs> right? All right. I'll fucking start. I mean, Guar, A. Okay. How would you not give that album? I mean, <laughs> it's not that great, but it's still fucking awesome. It is absolutely a great album that I don't own, but I should own and probably will eventually. Oh, yeah, you should buy that. Yeah, I'll go A as well. Yeah. Yeah, A. Yeah, A. Yeah. Tom. You can do A plus. (laughs) Well, in my opinion, uh, Scum Dogs is an A plus. Okay, good. And um, here we go. Cowboys from Hell is an A. Yeah. All right. No. Yeah. I would give Cowboys an A as well. I will say A, and definitely not an A plus because of something that's going to be happening in a year or two Two years. Yeah. Right. Right. (laughs) I agree. A. I go A plus with the Cowboys. I guess technically I should too, since it was my number one album of the year. Yeah, you (laughs) have to put a plus on it. Incredible album. I mean, the only reason I wouldn't go A plus is because Vulgar exists. Doesn't make sense. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but if you're looking at albums like I don't know, I'm just looking at you know albums from '90. Yeah, an A plus for sure. If you're looking at like their catalog, yeah, I wouldn't give it an A plus. But if we're talking about just albums from '90, I would say A plus for sure. There you go. Cool. All right. Well, awesome. Well, Tom, thank you very much for hanging out, man. Yeah, cheers, really motherfucker. I love, I love being a, uh, a guest speaker when uh, you guys have my favorite bands. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Talking about because yeah. I here's the thing is, is as I know a lot about my favorite bands, and I don't know a lot about your guys' favorite bands, but I do know that you guys are very talented musicians. And thank yes. you for having me. Yeah, man. No Absolutely. problem. Well, um, we'll give you a call back some- for Vulgar. Yeah. That's two years from now. I love Pantera. <laughs> All right. We got we to make well, it um, two more years. Yeah, well, yeah. We'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll all be dead in about a week and a Odds half. Odds are one of us COVID, will be dead. So. Right? I won't, I, I won't leave without saying one more time, go to YouTube, <laughs> subscribe to our page, please. I'm right. not, we want to have I'm not... at least 10. <laughs> Seriously. We have more than 10. Shh, What's wrong with away. you? <laughs> <laughs> what are you pitiful? But anyway, we have yes. almost as many fact, subscribers hey, as we have on this podcast Tom, right if now. You, uh, if you give us the search for your um, your Guar show thing, we can probably double that. If you just mix yeah, it on easily, I have uh, I have six hundred fifty thousand views on my Guar video, but it's called Go to uh, YouTube, and uh, I mean it doesn't mean anything to me. I'm not making money off of it. Well, but it's uh, it, just just go to a uh, Guar type in Guar space. BQ space 2013, and you will see a 630,000 uh, viewed um, video that I did before people did uh, their own. Before any assholes had their cell phones out, I was the first <laughs> asshole with my cell phone out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I should thank you for that, quite frankly, but <laughs> yeah, you, you hate that. <laughs> anyway, so, so yeah, yeah, go 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 there if you want to see if you want to see a good gore concert. You want to see a, a um a guy having a lot of fun who loves Guar. Well, uh, Tom, you want to you want to promote your business right now? Because I mean, yeah. we 
We could probably, probably double your business. The only five least. viewers of our own show, but you know, go ahead and throw <laughs> that out. Did you downplay it again? I'm not sure that uh, the way I look would probably promote any business, but you can go to uh, the Netflix.com and uh, get a huge jack neck, or you can do what I did this entire quarantine, which is uh, I started a new business where I'm I'm washing groceries for for uh, idiots, <laughs> and uh, that's that. It's oh, that one's called <laughs> me his groceries. Yeah. How me his how do if somebody wanted their groceries watched, how would they get a hold of you to do that? M H grocery.com okay no it's it's washing groceries for idiots.com i think is what it <laughs> no it's mhgrocery.com asshole <laughs> hey you so said it was back up ever <laughs> i'm trying i'm trying i'm trying to help you a lot of people are really scary right now man you have to remember we're doing all this weird shit in the covid i'm alone for the first time on a saturday night in <laughs> As many years as I can remember, but I'm having so much fun hanging out with y'all. <laughs> and um, I'm going to probably start a metal band because I have so much free fucking time. And uh, or not as well. lazy. It's, it's good to know me. to play like, some drums. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Energy. Energy, aggression, power. To sum it up, it's a. Um, Vulgar display of power. We say things to people that mean something. I mean, in our own little way. Ricky, quick. Will you try to think my puzzles? <laughs> the human element of making music is what's most important. Singing into a microphone and learning to play an instrument, that's the most important thing. <laughs>